0: إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغهره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وصيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد Today then in Kitab Al-Tawheed of Shaykh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab Rahimahullah Ta'ala We've arrived at the chapter regarding Ash-Shafa'ah Intercession And this particular chapter is very important Because many of the people, they fall into shirk From this perspective From the perspective of Ash-Shafa'ah seeking intercession, seeking intercession from the dead, from the inhabitants of the graves, from the prophets, the messengers, from the grave of the prophet sallallahu So it's important to understand this topic of ash intercession, what it is, the definitions of it, the types of it. The types that are affirmed And the types that are negated So We'll break away slightly from the book Before we come back to the texts In the chapter To give an introduction and overview Regarding al-shafa'ah first Al-shafa'ah Mushtaqah Min al-shafa'ah. الَّذِي هُوَ ضِدُّ الوطر. The word الشفاء intercession as we say in English الشفاء that word in the Arabic language it is derived from the meaning of something that is even you have even numbers and you have odd numbers the word ashafa in Arabic, it is derived from the meaning of the word even, as opposed to odd. ففي اللغة التوسط للغير منفعة أو So linguistically then, it it is to intermediate, to intercede on behalf of someone else to bring them some good or to remove from them some harm. To bring them some good or to remove from them some harm. And the reason why it is therefore known as as In fact, you can tell us why if that is the linguistic definition of as that a person intercedes on behalf of someone else intermediates on behalf of someone else to get some benefit for that person or to have some harm removed from that person then what is the connection between that and even even numbers, odd numbers, shafaa? even what is the connection between that definition and even numbers? Exactly one person, person A <coughs> is going to go and speak to someone on behalf of person B. Before person A took that role on to intercede and intermediate on behalf of person B, person B was by him, by himself. He had his issue, whatever his issue was, and he was on his own. He was an odd number by himself, one then person a came into the picture to speak on his behalf to someone else to intercede for him to intermediate for him so now the two of them have become an even number there's two of them now one speaking on behalf of the other one and that's why they say this word as 'ah, is used for this purpose of intercession the, dece- the uh, uh, mushrikun, when they now go do their shafa'ah, they are now person A. They are involving a person B to speak on their behalf, and that's the dead person in the grave. Now there's two of them. That's the purpose or the meaning behind the word shafa'ah and its derivation. فَالْمَقْصُودُ بِالشَفَاعَةِ هنا. But our intent here, Islamically speaking, when we talk about shafa'a, hiya The shafa'a that will occur on the day of judgment is a shafa'a that is absolutely affirmed and by consensus agreed upon by Ahlul Sunnah. Whereas some of the types of Shafa'ah that people engage in now is from the forbidden type. But we'll come to that in a moment now with the definitions. What is the definition of acceptable Shafa'ah? And what is therefore Outside of that definition And therefore unacceptable and haram Forms of shafa'ah So in terms of the acceptable shafa'ah How and when intercession is correct and permissible There are certain conditions involved in that The first one is Ridallahi ani shafi' that Allah is pleased with the one making the intercession on behalf of whoever else, the person making that intercession on behalf of someone, this person must be someone Allah is pleased with. And the meaning of that, the meaning of Allah, that Allah is pleased with a person equals That the person be a muwahid. Allah is pleased with the people of tawheed. So that's what it means when it says in the conditions of the acceptable and correct shafa'ah. The first one that Allah is pleased with the shafi'ah, meaning that the shafi'ah, the one making the intercession, is a person of tawheed. That's the person Allah is pleased with. And the evidence for that, Yawm'a e'din la tanfa'u shafa'atu illa man adhina lahur rahman wa radiya lahu qawla. On that day when no intercession will be of benefit except for the one whom Allah gives permission and is pleased with him in his statements Meaning that person is a person of Tawheed in his statements and in his actions of course So that is the first condition The Shafi' must be a person of Tawheed and Allah is pleased with him The second condition Rid Allah عَنِ الْمَشْفُوْعِ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala must also be pleased with the one who the intercession is being made for on behalf of that person must be someone that Allah is also pleased with meaning that person must also be a person of tawhid. tawhid. And that is mentioned in the Qur'an also وَلَا يَشْفَعُونَ إِلَّا لِمَنِ ارْتَضَى And they do not intercede on behalf of anyone except those whom Allah is pleased with that they are people of Tawheed. That's the first two conditions. And the third condition In fact, before we get to the third condition, we'll go through all the details. ورضى الله يكون لأهل Tawheed, And the pleasure of Allah, it is for the people of Tawheed. Notice how all of this topic is broken down. Make note of it. This is the exact curriculum from Medina University on this topic of Shafa'ah. So then they mention to you رضى الله يكون لأهل التوحيد. The pleasure of Allah is for the people of Tawheed. So in the Hadith of Abu Huraira, رضي الله عنه أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال لكل نبي دعوة مستجابة. فتعجل كل نبي دعواته وإن اختبأت دعوتي شفاعة لأمتي يوم القيامة فهي نائلة إن شاء الله من مات من أمتي لا يشرك بالله شيئا حديث إن صحيح مسلم as an evidence that the مشفوع must be someone whom Allah is pleased with because in the narration it mentions that every prophet will have a dua that is answered and so they made their dua but I reserved my dua for intercession for my ummah on the day of judgment on Al qiyamah and it will be received insha'Allah to all of those who died from my ummah Not committing any shirk alongside Allah So that intercession will be received The intercession of the messenger for his ummah For all of those in the ummah who died Not committing any shirk with Allah So they are the ones whom Allah is pleased with Because they are the ones who died upon Tawheed ويستثنى مِنْ هَذَا الشرط حَالَتَانَ There are two instances where this condition is excused. There are two instances where this condition of Allah being pleased with the one who the intercession is being made for, On behalf of that it can be excused Allah being pleased with them And the intercession is still valid There are two instances One of them في فصل القضاء حين يذهب الناس إلى الأنبياء ليشفعوا لهم في فصل القضاء فيشفعوا لهم نبينا صلى الله عليه وسلم فَيَدْخُلُ فِي هَذِهِ جَمِيعَ النَّاسِ وَمِنْهُمُ الْكُفَّارِ And we'll get to the details of that in a moment But one, can, one instance where Shafa'a occurs And that condition of Allah being pleased with the one who it's being made for Doesn't apply but it's still valid An example of that is on the day of judgment When the resurrection occurs and all of the people are resurrected upon the plain of land. Then the sun comes close and the calamities the people see and the terror and the fright occurs. And so they all say, أَمَا Can you not see what calamity we are in? Find someone who can intercede on our behalf and the hadith will come to it, how they go to all the prophets and messengers. And in the end, The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam makes the intercession For the people on the day of judgment as a whole For the accountability and for the affairs to begin So they can be removed from that terror and fright After the resurrection they find themselves in That they can be removed from that and the accountability and the affairs can begin The messenger makes the intercession for that to occur And so that intercession is affirmed, and it will occur for all of the people resurrected that day, Muslims and non-Muslims. That will be all of the people initially, after the resurrection, all of the people initially, Muslims and non-Muslims. That first narration about how they go to all the Prophets, and then in the end, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam makes the intercession. That is kuffar in there as well. Obviously, they are not from those whom Allah is pleased with, but that is an exception affirmed by the revelation in the texts, in the authentic hadith. And the second exception is an easier one, everybody will know. Abu Talib, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, interceded on behalf of Abu Talib, his uncle, And of course, it's mentioned in that narration, we'll come to as well, how the punishment of Abu Talib is lightened to the lowest level, but he's obviously still punished, but lightened. So the affirmation is there that the shafa'a was accepted from the messenger, and the punishment of Abu Talib was lightened as a consequence. Abu Talib though died as a mushrik. He is not from those whom Allah is pleased with Yet that Shafa'ah of the messenger regarding him is affirmed By the texts once again So those are two instances As exceptions in the Sunnah Where Shafa'ah is affirmed And yet there are people involved Whom Allah is not pleased with They are exceptions Whereas otherwise the default rule is It is a condition for the Shafa'ah to be affirmed That the one who it's being done for Must be a person of Tawheed as default Then the third condition, so far we've mentioned two conditions One is that Allah must be pleased with the person making the shafa'a, And Allah must be pleased with the person the Shafa'ah is being made for and the third condition is that it must be by the permission of allah bi'iznillah or ibnullah bi-shafa'a you'll notice in some books of aqeedah some books of the scholars there are only two conditions and that is because as they say there is no problem in classification there is no problem in classification If the material and the content is the same, classification doesn't matter. So in some books of the scholars, they'll say there's just two conditions. They'll say the first condition is the pleasure of Allah upon the one making the intercession and the one who the intercession is being made for. They've made it all into the first condition. And then the second one they'll say the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if you ever come across something like that, there's only two conditions to the Shafa'ah. In reality, the content is exactly the same as the three, just summarized into two. It's even like the categories of Tawheed we speak about. Tawheed al-Rububiyya al-Uluhiyya al-Asma'u wa-Sifat. If you ask anybody now how many categories of Tawheed, everybody will say three. But when you read into the books of the Salaf, they used to say Two. Same thing, the three were just summarized even further into two, same ones Al-Rububiyya, Al-Uluhiyya, Al-Asma'u wa Sifat But they used to summarize them into two titles Instead of the three that scholars use and many have mentioned So titles are not a problem, categories are not a problem If the content is the same But if you add categories specifically and make them separate for a purpose and goal and objective That can be problematic As some of the khawarij and their likes do when it comes to Hakimiya, etc But otherwise there isn't an issue with categorization So here it's mentioned as the three points The third of them being the permission of Allah And what's the evidence that you cannot do any intercession without the permission of Allah Everybody in this room knows it Mandwalla الَّذِي hu illa إِلَّا بِإِذْنِهِ Who is it that can intercede with him except with his permission? So that is the third point. قَالَ Al Imam ibn al Qayyim Rahimahullahu <laughs> ta'ala Al Imam ibn al Qayyim said لا illa إلا بإذنه. there is no intercession. Except by his permission. وَلَا يَأْذَنُ إِلَّا لِمَنْ رَضِيَ قَوْلَهُ وَعَمَلَهُ And Allah will not give permission except to the one whom he is pleased with his statements and actions. Except to the person of tawheed. وَلَا يَرْضَى مِنَ الْقَوْلِ وَالْعَمَلِ إِلَّا تَوْحِيدَهُ وَاتِّبَاعَ رَسُولِهُ And Allah is not pleased from statements or actions except that they are upon His tawheed and following of His sunnah. So Ibn al-Qayyim breaks it down in two stages. There is no shafa'ah except by the permission of Allah. And Allah will not give permission unless it is someone whom He is pleased with. And Allah will not be pleased with a person Unless that person's statements and actions are upon Tawheed So Those three conditions are required For any intercession to be valid And there is an ayah Which Mentions all three of the conditions in one place in one ayah, in Surah Al-Najm, وَكَمْ مِن مَلَكٍ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ لَا تُغْنِي شَفَاعَتُهُمْ شَيْئًا إِلَّا مِنْ بَعْدِ أَنْ يَأْذَنَ اللَّهُ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ وَيَرْضَهُ In this ayah, mentions how the shafaa will be of no use, except after the permission of Allah, And for the one whom Allah allows And is pleased with The Shafi' and the Mashfoor So there all of the conditions are mentioned Can be extrapolated from this ayah About the pleasure of Allah Upon the Shafi' and Mashfoor And about the permission of Allah for it Those conditions when they are in place Then the Shafa'ah is valid and legitimate and we're going to look at some examples where those conditions are in place and the shafa'ah is valid mentioned in the sunnah before that though the second type of shafa'ah then obviously is the shafa'ah al the shafa'ah that is rejected negated is incorrect and impermissible and this is mentioned in the Qur'an that Allah will not accept certain types of shafa'ah وَلَا منها shafa'ah, And no intercession will be accepted from Him And this is very simple to understand The shafa'ah that is negated, there are no specific conditions for it You simply say, any shafa'ah that is missing even one of the previous conditions mentioned is therefore a 'a shafa'a al-manfiyya. If any of those conditions we've just been talking about are missing, then it goes into this category of the impermissible shafa'a. Then, who are the types of people that can make shafa'a? And this is specifically now about the Day of Judgment. When shafa'a will occur on the Day of Judgment. There are three categories who will make Shafa'ah on the Day of Judgment. Those three categories are, anyone? Half of the not specific uh, like specific it, but general, general three categories. <coughs> even the Prophet you can generalize even further. Prophets is one. The prophets, generally, the prophets and messengers will make intercession on Yawmul Qiyamah Also, the Mala'ika, the angels, will intercede on Yawmul Qiyamah And the believers generally, the believers as a whole There are narrations how the believers will intercede for their other believing brothers and sisters and the angels will intercede, and the prophets and messengers will intercede. Three categories on the whole. Uh, and there's a hadith in Muslim where it mentions, Shafa'atil Malaika wa 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 Lam Yabqa illa that the angels have done their intercession. This is part of a longer hadith. The angels have done their intercession. The prophets have done their intercession. The believers have done their intercession. And now nothing remains except the mercy of the most merciful. So now then, some examples. وَأَمَّا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ فَقَدْ جَاءَ التَّنْصِيسَ عَلَىٰ أَصْنَافٍ مِّنْهُمْ بِأَنَّهُمْ يَشْفِعُونَ so we said, prophets, angels, believers. From the believers, there are narrations telling us which types of believers will make intercession on that day. First category from amongst them, الشهداء, the martyrs. فَقَدْ قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وسلم, and this is a summary of the narration It's mentioned in a hadith How the martyrs will have Six specific things given to them On yawmul qiyamah One of those six specific things Given to them is Yashfa'u fee min that they will be allowed to intercede. They will have the permission of Allah to intercede on behalf of 70, seven zero, of their relatives. So that is mentioned specifically about the martyrs. They will have the permission to intercede on behalf of 70 members of their family. The second type from the believers أولاد المؤمنين، the children of the believers. ففي الحديث أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال: صغارهم دعميس الجنة يتلقى أحدهم أباه أو قال أباويه فيأخذ بثوبه The children of the believers... So it mentions the children of the believers, they are the Da'amis. And the Da'amis, it's mentioned that they are the young ones, the small ones. That they will take the hand of their father or by the thobe. كَمَا آخِذٌ أَنَا بصنفتي ثَوْبِكَ هَذَا He gave an example that just as I have taken your thawb like this فَلَا يَتَنَاهَا أو قال فَلَا يَنْتَهِي حَتَّى يدخله الله وأباه الجنة. So then that child takes the hand of his father and then he does not stop until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enters him and his father into paradise. Those are two categories that are mentioned of the believers and there are other examples we'll come across in the narrations about how believers will intercede on behalf of other believers. So now if we have a look at some of the examples of the different types of shafa'ah that will occur on the Day of Judgment. al shafaat al-waridah al nusus <laughs> minha ma bihi alayhi ومنها ما يكون عاما له ولغيده من الشفاعة وفي بعض تلك الشفاعات خلاف هل هي عامة أو خاصة؟ So on the day of judgment, there are certain types of the affirmed intercession, which will only be carried out by the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and then there are other types of intercession that are general to the believers as a whole. And there are some differences about some of them. Are they specific to the messenger or are they general to everyone? Firstly, then the ones that are specific to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam on Yawmul Qiyamah. The first one is what we spoke about briefly before, As-Shafa'ah. الخاصه وهي المقام المحمود عسى ان يبعث ربك مقاما محمودا here it is in reference to when the people are all resurrected kuffar muslims everyone they are all resurrected on that day wa hiya fi fasl al qada al khalaiq حين يشتد uh, الموقف فعن رضي الله عنه ان رسول الله So when the people they are upon that plain of land and they see the calamity and the difficulty and the stress and distress of that day then it is mentioned in the hadith by the Prophet sallallahu اللَّهُ النَّاسَ الْأَوَّلِينَ والآخرين فِي, واحد. والآخرين في واحد. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gathers all of the people on one plane on that day يُسْمِعُهُمُ الدَّاعِي وَيُنْفِظُهُمُ الْبَصَرِ الشَّمْسُ فَيَبْلُغُ النَّاسُ مِنَ الْغَمِّ وَالْكَرْبِ مَا So then it's mentioned on that day how the sun comes close The sun comes close and in some narrations it mentions it comes within a mile The sun coming to within a mile of you A person can understand already the significance, the heat, etc. But on top of that, the scholars have mentioned the narrations that state the sun comes to within a mile of you, meal is mentioned, mile of you, that it's not the mile that we know about now. Some of the scholars have mentioned it is not the mile that we know of now. It is actually even smaller. There's another definition in the Arabic language of what a mile is and it's a fraction of the mile that we now know on the roads so the sun will come close and there are other narrations other people will be sweating and some of them up to their necks and some of them up to their chests and some of them up to their waists and their knees and their ankles various levels and the calamity they see themselves in they are not able to bear that and they are not able to burden that calamity they find themselves in فَيَقُولُ النَّاسِ So the people they say أَلَا ترون مَا قَدْ بَلَغَكُمْ Do you not see what has become of you? Do you not see this great calamity and distress that we are in? أَلَا تَنْظُرُونَ مَنْ يَشْفَعُ لَكُمْ إِلَىٰ Look for someone Do you not look for someone who could intercede for us? On behalf of us to Allah. So then some of the people, and these people now, this is everyone. Some of them, they say to each other, Then upon you is to go to Adam. Adam alayhi salam. So they come to Adam alayhi salam and they say to him, Anta They come to Adam alayhi and they say to him, You are the father of mankind. The first person, Adam alayhi you are the father of mankind of humans. Allah created you with his own hand. And he blew the soul into you from his souls, and he commanded the angels, and they prostrated to you. So they give all those examples of the virtues of Adam. Then they say to him, "Ishfa' alana ila Rabbika, intercede for us on behalf of us to your Lord." Ala tara ila ma nahnu fi. Can you not see what calamity we are in? tarā ilā Do you not see? Can you not see what has become of us? How this distress and calamity of that resurrection we are in? Fayaqulu Adam. So then Adam, Alayhi says, Inna Rabbi qad al lam yaghdab That indeed, my Lord is angered today and anger the likes of which he has not been angry before and he will not be angry of this nature after and he had forbidden me from the tree but i disobeyed nafsi 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 meaning myself i have to uh, uh, consider myself 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 اِذْهَبُوا إِلَى Go to other than me اِذْهَبُوا إِلَى نُوح He tells them go to Nuh So he excuses himself because of that error that occurred From eating from the tree that was forbidden for him Excuses himself and tells them go to Nuh So they come to Nuh And they say Ya نُوح وَإِنَّكَ أَنْتَ أَوَّلُ الرُّسُلِ إِلَىٰ أَهْلِ الْأَرْضِ O Nuh, you are the first of the messengers to the people of the earth. وَقَدْ سَمَّاكَ اللَّهُ عَبْدًا شَكُورًا And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala termed you, named you as a grateful servant. إِشْفَعْ إِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ Intercede for us on our behalf with your Lord ترى إلى Can you not see what calamity we are in؟ So he says, Nuh عليه السلام: إن ربي عز غضبا لم يغضب That Allah, my Lord, mighty and majestic, has uh, is angered today. Uh, to the level of an anger that he has not been before And neither will, be, he, will he be in future qad <inaudible> da'wa He said I had a du'a I was given a du'a which I already made upon my people When Nuh made the du'a when his people opposed him And then Allah answered and the floods they came And those people were destroyed He said I had a du'a and I made that du'a Upon my people, so now nafsī, 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 myself, myself, myself. Iẓhabu ilā ridi, go to other than me. Iẓhabu ilā Ibrahim. He tells them, go to Ibrahim alayhi salam. So then they come to Ibrahim alayhi salam. Fayatuna Ibrahim. Fayakulun, ya Ibrahim, anta nabiullah wa khaliiluh. Oh Ibrahim, you are the prophet of Allah and the most beloved At the level of khullah, the highest level of love That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made you a khalil Ishfa'lana ila rabbika Seek intercession for us on our behalf with your Lord Allah tarama do you not see what we are in this calamity? So he says to them, "Inna Rabbi, Qad Ghadib al-Yum Ghadban Lam Yaghadab Qabla Hu, Mithla Hu, Walla Niyaghadab Bagdahu Wa Inni Qad Kuntu Khabbute Falafah Khabbata, Fadhkara Hunna Abu Huyan fi al-Hadith Nafsi Nafsi Nafsi." Ibrahim عليه salam tells them the same. About the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And then mentions to them the three Lies That he told And as the scholars have mentioned, there were three, as we call it these days Being economical with the truth There were three statements Ibrahim alayhi salam had made Where they were, as we say, economical with the truth That they were ambiguous statements Like he had said about his wife, this is my Sister, and she is a sister in Islam. So he said, I mentioned those statements, uh, and in one version of the narration, it mentions all of the statements, and then at the end, because of that reason, he says, nafsi, nafsi, nafsi. اذْهَبُوا إِلَى غَيْرِي Go to other than me. اذْهَبُوا إِلَى مُوسَى Go to Musa. عليه السلام. مُوسَى So they come to Musa. عليه السلام. يَا مُوسَى O Musa, anta Rasulullah, you are the messenger of Allah. wa Allah favoured you with his message, made you a messenger and with his speech. That Musa alayhi salam is kalimullah. Allah spoke to Musa alayhi directly and Musa alayhi salam heard Allah speak to him directly, Make the intercession for us with your Lord. Can you not see what calamity we're in? Again, he tells them the same, إِنَّ رَبِّي قَدْ غَضِبَ الْيَوْمَ غَضَبًا لَمْ يَغْضَبَ قَبْلَهُ مِثْلًا وَلَنْ يَغْضَبَ بَعْدَهُ مِثْلًا وَإِنِّي قَدْ قَتَلْتُ لَمْ أُوْمَرْ He tells them about the anger of Allah and then he gives his uh, uh, justification to excuse himself. He mentions the justification to excuse himself of him having killed that man when he saw the two of them disputing. He had hit him and killed that man. And he said, I had not been commanded to kill him. And he had fallen into that uh, uh, action so he says, Nafsi 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 اذهبوا إلى غيري. go to other than me. اذهبوا إلى عيسى. He tells them to go to عيسى عليه السلام. فَيَأْتُونَ عِيسَىٰ فَيَقُولُونَ يَا عِيسَىٰ أَنْتَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ وَكَلِمَتُهُ أَلْقَاهَا إِلَى مَرْيَمَ وروح that you, O oh Isa, are the messenger of Allah and the word that Allah cast upon Maryam, kun Fayakun and the soul that he blew in, wa mahdi and you spoke to the people as a baby in the cot, ishfa'lana, intercede for us, ala tara ila can you not see what calamity we are in, فيقول عيسى ان ربي قد غضب اليوم غضبا لم يغضب قبله مثله قط ولن يغضب بعده مثلا isadagwent to them about the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on that day and then he does not mention any justification to excuse himself but he excuses himself nafsi 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 idhhabu ila ghayri idhhabu ila muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so then they go to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and they say to him that you O Muhammad are the seal of the prophets. Allah has forgiven for you what has proceeded from your sins and what came. All of your sins forgiven the seal of the prophets and messengers ish ila rabbika tara ila ma Intercede for us On behalf of us to your Lord Do you not see what we are in The calamity and distress So then the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi wasallam He says in the hadith it mentions فَأَنْطَلِقُوا So then I go Meaning the messenger himself So then I go فَآتِيَ تَحْتَ الْعَرْشِ And I come Below the throne of Allah فَأَقَعُ سَاجِدًا لِرَبِّي عَزَّ وَجَلٍ And then I fall in prostration before my Lord, the mighty and majestic. ثُمَّ يَفْتَحُ اللَّهُ عَلَيَّ مِن مَحَامِدِهِ وَحُسْنِ الثَّنَاءِ عَلَيْهِ شَيْئًا لَمْ يَفْتَحْهُ عَلَى أَحَدٍ قَبْلِهِ He mentions, صلى الله عليه وسلم, that at that moment then, Allah opens up to him, informs him, makes him aware of Muhammad, forms of praise for Allah that Allah had not informed of to anyone before that. And the scholars, they say the meaning of this is, or one of the meanings of it is that perhaps it refers to the fact that Allah informs the Messenger of more of His names. Because we do not know all of the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah has more names than we are aware of. Some of the scholars said maybe that means at that time fa alayya that Allah then opens up to me these other forms of praise that nobody knew before. Meaning perhaps that Allah informs him of more names of Allah that nobody knew of before and Allah had not informed of before. Then, ثُمَّ <coughs> يُقَال Then it is said, يَا مُحَمَّدْ اِرْفَعْ رَأْسَكَ O Muhammad, raise your head. Sal Ask and you will be given. washfa تُشَفَّعْ Make your intercession, you will be given the intercession. فَأَرْفَعُ رَأْسِي فَأَقُولُ So then the messenger says, I raise my head from the prostration before the throne. I raise my head and then I say, أُمَّةِي يَا رَبْ أُمَّةِي My nation, my Ummah, oh O my Lord, my Ummah, oh O my Lord. Fayuqal ya Muhammad." أَدْخِلْ مِنْ أُمَّتِكَ مَنْ لَا حِسَابَ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنَ الْبَابِ الْأَيْمَنْ مِنْ أَبْوَابِ الْجَنَّةِ وَهُمْ شُرَكَاءُ النَّاسِ سِوَى ذَلِكَ مِنَ الأبواب. And then it mentions how take from your ummah those with no accountability and enter them from the الباب الْأَيْمَنْ from the doors of paradise and then besides that everybody else is equal in the other doors. That narration highlights an intercession that occurs specifically done by only the Prophet sallallahu Clearly in the hadith, all of the other Prophets and messengers refuse to do that intercession, excuse themselves, hence the scholars have mentioned that is an intercession that occurs on the Day of Judgment, specifically only by the messenger who can do it. That's one. Then there's another one on the Day of Judgment that happens only the Messenger can do it. And it's very similar the narration and what happens to this one. That is When everything has been done And the people who are going to enter Paradise have crossed the bridge and they come to the gates of Paradise. The gates of Paradise are closed. Everything's done. These are now the people who are going to enter Paradise. But when they arrive there, the gates of Paradise are closed. So it mentions how they seek for someone to Intercede on their behalf with Allah For the gates of paradise to be opened So it mentions in the hadith Hadith Anas ibn Malik An-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Kaal Ana awwalu shafi'in fil That I am the first to intercede in paradise And nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam An-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam An-Nabi again now the narration goes through all of what happens how they first come to adam and then they go to the other prophets and messengers similar to the other narration and all of the prophets and messengers they excuse themselves saying i am not the one who can intercede for that all of the prophets and messengers tell them I am not the one who can intercede for that Until they come to the Prophet Muhammad And he then goes and makes the intercession For the gates of paradise to be opened And they then enter those gates The third intercession that is specific To the Prophet There are three that are absolutely specific to the messenger Nobody else does them That's two The third one is Mentioned already earlier tonight Abu Talib The intercession that the Prophet Sallallahu makes for Abu Talib That is specific We already mentioned one of the reasons Why it is specific One of the conditions is missing Abu Talib is not someone Allah is pleased with But it was allowed For the messenger on that specific instance So fi Shafaatihi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Abi Talib في تخفيف العذاب، ففي الحديث أن العباس بن عبد المطلب رضي الله عنه قال أقال للنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ما أغنيت عن عمك، فإنه كان يحطك ويغضب يحوطك ويغضب لك. قال هو في ضح من النار، ولولا أنا لكان في الدرك الأسفل من النار. it mentions in this narration that Uh, uh, Al-Abbas ibn Abd al-Muttalib He says to the Prophet (laughs) Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam That what were you able to do For your uncle He uh, uh, would get angry On your behalf And he would support you And all of that Abu Talib did for you What were you able to do for him Because he died in the end as a Mushrik So then the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that he is in the dahdah of the hellfire, indicating a lighter level of the hellfire. And he says, was it not for me, meaning the intercession that he did on behalf of Abu Talib, which Allah accepted and allowed as an exception, was it not for that? Then he would have been فِي asfali الْأَسْفَلِ He would have been in the lowest pits of the hellfire too. So this indicates this intercession was accepted. Ibn Abbas mentions in a narration, In this hadith in Muslim of Ibn Abbas, he mentions that the Prophet ﷺ said, the lightest of all of the people in the fire in terms of punishment, the lowest level of punishment from all of the people in the hellfire is Abu Talib. And the example mentioned in this hadith that he is wearing some shoes that are boiling from below to the extent that those boiling shoes from below, they boil all the way until his brain boils. And that is mentioned as the lightest punishment as an example there. So those three intercessions specific to the messenger. Then there are some other intercessions that occur on the Day of Judgment that are differed over. Not in terms of whether they are affirmed or not they are affirmed, but whether they are specific to the messenger or whether others will be able to make them too. One of them is, min al-jannah." People who enter... Paradise. It's mentioned how via intercession, some of those believers in paradise, when they are assigned their level in paradise, through intercession, some of them are raised into higher levels of paradise. It's mentioned in the sunnah, via the intercession that occurs, some of them end up being raised into higher levels of paradise. This is a difference between the scholars. That intercession for them to be raised in paradise, is that something only the Messenger does on the Day of Judgment? Or is that something general that the believers or the angels or others also make and they are raised in paradise? <laughs> اللهم اجعله يوم القيامة فوق كثير من خلقك There's an example where the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم in Bukhari and Muslim where he mentioned the du'a Oh Allah forgive Ubaid Abu Amr forgive him and make him on the day of judgment above much of the rest of your creation so that is seeking a raise for Abu Amr and Hadith الحديث الآخر Allahumma li Abi Salama wa darajatahu Mahdiyeen. When the Prophet made the dua, Allah forgive, oh Allah forgive Abu Salama and raise him in levels amongst the Mahdiyeen, amongst those guided ones. However, the reality with those two narrations, as many scholars have mentioned, is that they can't really be used. As examples to highlight that this is a specific intercession for the messenger One of the reasons because these du'as were actually made no by the messenger but they were made when? In this dunya They were made for them in this dunya فِي هَذَيْنِ الْحَدِيثَيْنِ That the messenger was making dua for them For Abu Amir and Abu Salama To be raised in level In this world And the dua wasn't about the afterlife So some scholars say that's not an example To prove that this is specific to the messenger This dua was general for them to be raised And uh, to be elevated in this dunya even From their uh, uh, piety and their iman etc وقد أشار ابن القيم رحمه الله إلى هذا النوع من شفاعة واستدل لها بالحديثين ولكنه لم يجزم بها كما جزم في غيرها ابن القيم also mentioned this particular type of intercession uh, but again he was not absolutely certain as to whether you can say only the messenger can make that intercession on يوم القيامة or if it will be general for people to be raised in paradise. The second type which is also differed over, دخول الجنة بلا حساب For people to be entered into paradise without any accountability. In the hadith it mentions, أدخل من, من لا حساب عليهم من الباب الأيمن من أبواب الجنة. قَالَ جماعة مِنْ أَهْلِ الْعِلْمِ إِنَّ هَذَا خَاصْ بِالنَّبِيِّ صلى الله عليه وسلم كَالْقَاضِي وَالنَّوَوِي وَالصُيُوْطِي وَحَصَلَ عِنْدَ ابن دَقِيقِ العيد وَابْنِ حَجَرِ نَوْع تَرَدُّدْ فِي ذَلِكِ So for people to be entered into paradise without accountability shafa'a is made and some people are entered without accountability but is that shafa'a something only the messenger can make on that day or is it angels etc also who make such a ashfa' that is also differed over between the scholars and the third type ashfa'a fi qawmin min ahl al-tawhid dakhala al-nar an yakhruju minha and this <tries> min a'zam anwa' shafa'at wa hasala fiha al-khilaf bayna ahl al-ilm min jihat al-wahidiyya min jihat ukhra the third type is Believers, Muwahidoon, people of Tawheed, who entered into the hellfire initially due to other sins that they had committed. For them to be taken out and put into paradise, Shafa'ah is done. Again, it's differed over then whether that shafa'a is made by the messenger only For them to be removed now and put in paradise or whether that is an open form of shafa'ah that others also make and there are examples highlighting it could be an open form there are narrations when the believers they say about their believing brothers and sisters that they used to pray with us and they used to go and do Hajj with us and they used to do worship with us but of course because of other sins they had ended up in the hellfire In that narration, Allah tells those believers, then go and take out the ones with half an atom's weight of Iman, and the narration goes down until the lowest lowest of Iman, take them out. So who's taking them out there? The other believers. So these types of intercession, they occur. Also, there's an intercession that occurs for Ahlul A'raf. When the weighing scale occurs, if a person has exactly the same number of deeds, From the good and the bad side, then they go to Al-A'raf. Then it's mentioned how an intercession occurs then as well. For those people to be removed from Al-A'raf and to be put into paradise. Uh, And this type of Shafa'ah, again, there may be some differing over it in terms of whether it is specific or open, but it is another affirmed form of the Shafa'ah. Another type, the fifth one and the last one, is a shafa'ah which occurs on that day For people, believers, Muslims, who deserved to enter the hellfire. Meaning they had sins, they had wrongs, and their weighing and balancing, they deserved to be in the fire to be punished initially but a shafa'a is made so that they may be excused nevertheless and entered into paradise and there are multiple scholars who have mentioned this intercession that occurs so some people who deserved to go to the fire via intercession they are saved and they do not enter the fire. And that's why the scholars they say one of the things that plays a role in your accountability on the day of judgment is the shafa'ah that occurs. You may have sins, you may be deserving of something but maybe by the shafa'ah which occurs on that day you are excused and you are forgiven and you are pardoned. So that is a general background to some of the types of intercession, uh, the conditions of the intercession, and the ones that are affirmed. These are affirmed forms of intercession. And it's mentioned in that hadith of Abu Hurairah about the intercession of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for the people of Tawheed. In the other hadith, it mentions that the most successful or the most happiest of the people for the intercession of the Messenger all oh, the people of Tawheed And we'll come to that as well That's the initial opening background to it Next time then In the next lesson We'll do the actual evidences That Sheikh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahab Mentions in Kitab Al-Tawheed But we'll conclude upon that for today then Remember next Saturday There is no class Next Saturday is Eid. So there is no class next Saturday unless the people are enthusiastic to a level that is not experienced normally. And I was mentioning to some of the brothers in another marquise one occasion, I think it was 2004, there was uh, in Medina when it used to be Eid, we used to hire out the big marquee tents the size of this mosque, huge tents, go out there into the desert, set them up, Campfire, do your Eid there So we used to go All of the brothers in Medina All of the, the Salafis, the brothers We used to go out there So one year we went out there And we invited the brothers They invited Sheikh Ubaid to come Just to come and look and visit And uh, all the brothers are going to be there It's Eid So he came, came, dropped by Half an hour or so And when he came Some brothers started saying Sheikh, you know, little kalima or something He said, yeah, Ikhwan, you home Eid? <laughs> On the day of Eid you still want to do lessons And you want to do lectures And you want me to speak So just as I He was joking He was joking of course with the brothers That on Eid day you still want to do lessons So next week is off And then uh, the week after that InshaAllah if all goes to plan We'll resume and we'll do the actual chapter From Shafa'a in Kitab Al-Tawheed We'll conclude upon that uh, How much sent to Maghreb? 10 minutes, we'll leave it up to that for now then. Any questions, anything, we're going to do the second part next time anyway. On Shaf'a'ah, you can ask at the end of next time, insha'Allah.